it's all fake news. I mean, with it's artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. It didn't happen. You can have all your mates around to home and get on the beers. The Whaley has landed several of those inside boats. I'm back. Hey, what's going on? I love that idea. I'm just like, yeah, dude, let's start recording. I'm going to go for a sec. I'll be back <laughs> soon. Don't worry about it. Can you really record without a beer? Like, yeah. It's a Canadian club today, dude. Got the CC. Nice. nice. I went with Rare Breed. Nice. You, got fan- oh, you always have fancy whiskey. <laughs> um, the joys of duty free, my friend. Otherwise, I wouldn't be getting it. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't even know like what a good whiskey is or what makes a good whiskey. I mean, if you enjoy it, it's good. I'm not a as much as I do have a bit of a collection. I don't think I wouldn't say I'm a snob. What's uh what's that Buffalo Buffalo Trace? Oh, Buffalo Trace. Yes. That one that you yeah, that one you gave me was I I that and one's good. So that good. Is, and that is not a top shelf, bro. That is a like a that's a basics. To give me like, give me the scum. Give me the de- if it's delicious, dude. I'll mm-hmm. give me the scum. Tasty. <laughs> do you like the? Uh, do you like the? Can you hear the sweet mouth noises, dude, coming from my microphone now? I can. I have to say, I'm impressed. What did you get? I got the. Uh, I don't know. The uh, I've been calling it the Lana Road, but um, that's <laughs> fucking. It's not the. It's not the PG name. Um, it is the Road NT. USB microphone. Okay. Oh, hey. it sounds like it's load better than what you were using before, like your headset mic. You mean the fucking gamer headset, dude? <laughs> what was wrong with the gamer headset? That was peak. Got the. It was very similar to your like when you're on the phone in your car and the noise gets too big. Sometimes you laugh and then it cuts out because your decibels get too high. In the past <laughs> two episodes, dude, I, there was a couple of times where like I think I said something and um. I, it definitely didn't come through, and there was just like aw- there was like a silence, and I could tell you just didn't know what I said. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Mm. Um, Tell me what, Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's so worth it, dude. And it, it was such a good deal too. Like the guy, um, I I found um found a pair of them on uh, marketplace, and um, dude, I marketplace is always so funny. Um, I felt like such a. You have, did dude. you have the awkward interact the awkward marketplace interaction? Yeah, well, I I was just like, because they had two, and I'm like, oh, have you got? Yeah. I felt like the guy that sends that default message that's just like, hey, is this still available? <laughs> is this still I available? genuinely wanted to know if both were still available because sometimes people sell one, sometimes people. So I'm just like, hey, you know, are both of these still available? And it just gets back like, yep. And I'm like, okay, what's the condition? And he's just like, I'm like, because he didn't say anything about it, and there's like one photo, so I'm like, you know, mm. are they beat up? Are they like, how are we? Like, because they're a good price. So I was like, these things could yep. be. What did he have two of those for? Was he using two microphones for? He was podcasting. So he had a podcast as well. Um, Now this is podcasting. This is (laughs) podcasting. Yes, dude. Um, Yeah, he he had like a a property podcast. Um, I was like, when I I went to, when I like went to go get him or whatever, like before I knew where he was, I was like, you know, the normal Facebook marketplace, like hope I don't get stabbed today. This would be like... What dodgy service station? Yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I'm just like, here we go, dude. Get the stab vest ready. I'm. I'm have a, have a I mate. said my last goodbyes to the missus. I'm like, this could be it. Like, I have a mate who sells like he's just a bit of a sneakerhead. Like, sells yeah. rare shoes, and he always just meets at Seven Elevens. 
That's his like place. He just meets people at Seven Elevens. It's a good move because it's public and there's lots of cameras. Dude, Seven Eleven is a good move. Well, yeah, I get it. He, he and one time he met someone. And he was telling me he met someone about eight o'clock at night, and did the deal. Guy came to the boot of his car. He gave him the, the you know the shoes, whatever they were, and got the money. Left. The shopkeeper came out and just like, hey, if you keep coming here to do this, I'm going to call the police. He's yeah. like, whoa, 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 I'm not so hey, drugs. Yeah, yeah, it's not drugs, dude. <laughs> the guy wouldn't it's have a better. bar of it. It's way more expensive. <laughs> it's more expensive and collectible. Oh my <laughs> lord, dude! Like, there's sneakerheads like the whole. That's a whole universe to itself, bro. Like, it's. I mean, when like, people when invest you, in sneakers, all that, and you've got like legit, like like buyers agents for houses. You've got buyers agents for sneakers, and you know people that will be liaisons for the rich and famous to buy yeah. certain, yeah, certain kinds of collectible like, shoes. I think I've shown them to you before, but have you seen those Red Octobers? The Yeezys, yes. like, oh, dude, that's yes. the most expensive <laughs> shoe I've ever seen in my life. They're like twenty five grand for a pair of like red shoes. It's nuts. That's kind the kind of, of one you just, keep them, you just keep them vacuum wrapped. And oh, you're uh, not wearing those, dude. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeezy we get, itself. you know, we 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 doubled our listeners from fucking the last podcast, dude. I we double it again, dude. I might get some red Octobers. Oh, I'm wearing. Red I might October. go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so this guy, this guy you bought him off of, was he a real estate agent or just had a property podcast? He had, a, I, to be honest, I don't know. It started raining pretty soon after I got there. Um, but like the the place where it was, dude, because I was like, oh, fucking, here we go. It's gonna be dodgy. I get there and it's like the most expensive like real estate on the Gold Coast. I think I'm just like, oh, I'm in rich people land. I'm not getting robbed. I've got nothing they want. I'm okay. <laughs> this is not a problem. Did you know the name of his podcast? I think it was. Uh, I don't want to shout out the wrong podcast here, dude. Without without illustrious oh, audience here, have, have a look it up. Have a look it up. Give it a well, I second. think it's that. I think it's that property podcast. I, I bet you it's one that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um. So and then did, and... <laughs> so he explains to you he's got this legitimate like podcast where he provides meaningful information and it comes from decades of experience of it, of him in the uh, industry. Yeah, and, and I, like, I look up news stories for about five minutes. We discussed we-, we discussed fart bucks in our last episode, so <laughs> kind of the same, dude. He's telling me he's like he's he's got like a full setup. He's got like a studio. Um, I'm like, oh, so like, what did you like? What are you getting rid of these for? And he's like, oh, I upgraded. I'm like, oh, what'd you get? And he's like, I've got the same. Uh, we've now got the same microphones as Joe Rogan. And I'm like, Jesus, King Rogan. I can't even hazard to guess what that costs, bro. <laughs> that's got to be hey, nuts it's not about the gear bro <laughs> oh man like marketplace microphones and the kmart swing arms i might not be eating for the next week after <laughs> buying these ones dude but like you know that's all right would you get the joe rogan ones my guys <laughs> ah no nah, he seemed really nice though he's like genuinely seemed like a pretty cool guy um that's nice yeah it's always nice to not get stabbed when you're awesome, doing dealing awesome marketplace experience yeah you don't get many man to be honest like i fuck now that we're going down the uh, marketplace rabbit hole i uh so i i did some like yard work pretty recently um Mm. just trim trees blah 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 and i just like chucked all the stuff out the front and i'm like okay cool i'll call up somebody from marketplace to come get it i call a guy man and you yeah literally just a dude with a truck man and a ute man and a van 
Men um, and truck. Men and truck, men and van. Yeah, he's, <laughs> so he's just like, you know, I message this guy, great communication, messages back real quick. Yep, no problem. This is how much it'll cost. I'll be there um, this day. You know, well, I think he said like 80 bucks and he'll be there that they, that actual day. And I was like, yeah. fuck, awesome. This guy's the man. Um, and 80 bucks is kind of what you'd want to spend to get rid of a big pile of crap, you know? Mm. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool, awesome. He never shows up. The time rolls around, he, he just doesn't show up. And I'm like, uh, the next day I'm like, hey, you, uh, did you forget you're gonna come about yesterday? And yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, man, no problem. Sorry. I got real busy. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, fair enough. Like, it's just, there's a dude running business on marketplace. What he's, if he forgets, he forgets. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, um, message him again, G up another day. And he's like, yeah, yep, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, doesn't come again. So I'm like, okay, f- fuck this guy. Um, <laughs> I start messaging around and then like the amount, the people that actually got back to me, the quotes that they gave me to come get rid of just a pile of like branches were insane. One guy <laughs> wanted, one guy wanted me to pay 150 bucks per load. And he's like, it'll be like probably two or three loads. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not forking out nearly $500 for you to like, you know, take sticks to the dump, bro. Like, it's not that far. I don't live far from the dump. Like, it's not a... Yeah. This is boo shit. And we found that recently, though, man. Anything you get quote-wise, and I know that's a little bit different, but even from trade work, we got... The quotes we had, one was was for roof work, and one was 12 grand, one was 10 grand, one was 3 grand, and one was 7 grand. And they were all supposedly offering the exact same service which blew my mind a little bit i'm like where do you even go yeah yeah it's it's nuts oh anyway marketplace dude it's yeah it's it's its own space it's its own universe oh that's a win though that is actually a win i think we've upgraded we're on the way i'm third episode in and we're um yeah we're basically professionals dude basically pros can i hit you Wait, 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 wait. Before you hit me, shout out Ashburn, dude. Shout out. Shout out Ashburn. Still listening. (laughs) Okay. The Brandon military base in the States. No, that's Boardman. He's also still listening. (laughs) Shout out Boardman, dude. Ashburn listened three times, though. You got got two versus three. Boardman, you got to pick those numbers up, dude. Ashburn's (laughs) killing you. You shared it with somebody. (laughs) I guess third, third episode in, we should probably explain the premise of this. So yeah, we go away. We go away during the week, and we'll do a bit of research into news stories. Bear's sort of take is the the less less serious, more on the funny side. I like news bullshit. Stories. Yeah, yeah. And I'll go away and look at sort of like more serious stuff, just from a and there's no set topics, wider range of topics. We'll do about we'll do very minimal research. Not, not nothing professional here. We'll go take a couple sources, take down some points. Um, and then chat about it, take some hot takes, and just see where it goes. And pretty much we found that we were doing this anyway. We'd sit in Discord, you know, late on a you know Friday, Thursday, whatever day, and we'd start talking about random world events that it just goes down these rabbit holes into absolute nonsense most of the time. It normally lasts <laughs> for much longer than an hour, though. That's like <laughs> capping it at an hour has probably been good for our, like, sleep and everything else. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Which is why I'm about to hit you with this first one because I, as soon as I saw this news story, I was like, I don't care how dull this could turn out to be. Mm-hmm. I have to, re- I have to put this one in. You ready? Yeah, hit me. 
Chernobyl's mutant wolves appear to have developed resistance to cancer. Holy shit, dude. Yes. What's your first thought about that? Mutant wolves? I didn't know we had them. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm all, all, dude, I'm so on board for mutant wolves, provided they are not in my country. So, you know about like that, the Chernobyl exclusion zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After that whole catastrophe, you know, if anyone doesn't know, they that, there's that cool bloody Netflix special on that. It's like five or six episodes. If you don't know about Definitely Chernobyl, bro, what do you know? <laughs> I don't know. And then there was there was the big fat. There's that big fat on that. You know, you got a couple of video games and sorry, sorry. Uh, Imagine not knowing about Chernobyl and then just wandering in. <laughs> well, to be like, honest, probably, like it's in Ukraine. Mm. So I mean, at the moment, so the story is at the moment they haven't been able to go in. There's obviously teams of researchers that go in. Uh, and monitor the wildlife um, and the the plant life and whatnot in there. And I remember reading years ago, like the plants especially have adapted to, and there's like a thousand, so what I've read on a couple of different things is there's a thousand square mile area where the, radi- where the radiation presence still poses a risk to us as like cancer causing, et cetera. I guess that's pretty common knowledge that excess radiation causes cancer, bad stuff happens, melts your skin, you die, horrible, let's go. Um, but anyway, so 2014... Team of team of researchers went in and they managed to put radio collars on these wolves, and these collars had tracking capacity and a capacity for like gigometers, gigometers, whatever you want to say, um, that read yeah. radiation. Yeah. So they find that most of these wolves um, readings of around eleven point two eight millirem of radiation every day of their entire lives, which is apparently six times the the safety limit for humans. Yet, you know, these wolves have somehow we managed to living and have multiple generations since everything that went down there and they found like they've got a gene now from what they've been able to find through blood testing and whatnot that is actually resistant to cancer cells nature finds a way bro bro so they i think they just became cancer like that's cancer (laughs) can't get cancer i think that's probably what happened there (laughs) they're just (laughs) Walking They're so chock full, bro. Apex. They're like Mr. Burns. Like Mr. Burns with like the doorway. <laughs> He's got every disease all at once. <laughs> the slightest breeze could take him out. Yeah. Indestructible. When I first read this, all that came to mind was that, do you remember that Stalker game that came out years ago? Yeah, I didn't play it, but I remember it. Yeah, it's actually based in that exclusion zone. There's like, I didn't get into it too much, but there's horrible creatures and from what I gather, like portals that have opened up due to the radio, due mm. to the radioactive incident and whatnot. And there's all these like horrendous, like dog like creatures with giant fucking mouths and teeth and claws and everything. Uh, the first thing I read was like, oh, we're going to get these giant, you know, four times the size wolves with massive teeth and heads that come out of their faces and all that kind of stuff. Turns out they're just but, really healthy. Yeah, it turns out they <laughs> uh, they look like normal wolves. Just everything there, including like the plants and everything else, have just adapted to this radiation in pretty short period of time man you're talking like 50 years so do you reckon like do you reckon we would adapt to that like after a while you you'd have to think so if you know if you've wildlife can surely we can and do we just become radiation proof or like (laughs) like that's like i don't know if like if i mean if dogs and plants and stuff are like how far removed i don't know that's crazy what are the uh, all I can think about is those the people from like the old Fallout series, the mutants, um, not the mutants, but the ones that like, I was thinking radio, become the ones that live in the either that or we just live in the like live like 
you just adapt to the radiation. And those particular people, all their skin and stuff was just falling off constantly. Oh, the ghouls. Ghouls, yes, there you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, you, look, you would become a ghoul, but you would be immune to radiation. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, it's not too bad. You wouldn't have to worry about, like, you know, all the people that are, like, worried about 5G and stuff, like, they wouldn't have to be worried anymore. They'd look like ghouls, but, like, 5G would be nothing, dude. If you can survive in Chernobyl, it's not a problem. It's going to be, uh, I mean, once the war stops, bro, it's going to be a hot spot for real estate with the current world market. As soon as that radiation dies down to just safe levels, you watch out. Apparently, Japan's the hot spot for real estate, dude. That's, like, a lot of, like... Have you seen, like, I don't know why, but I'm just getting advertised tons and tons of, like, cheap real estate in Japan for, like, really? fixer-uppers. Yeah, they're trying to get people to, like, especially in towns that aren't, you know, the major hubs. Yeah. Because, like, most of their population is concentrated in, like, Tokyo and Osaka and stuff. But surely they've got, uh, uh, you always hear about, I haven't been personally, but do you hear about the, the famed Japanese bullet train and all that kind of stuff? Surely their public um, transport networks is, is good enough to live in those outer towns like it is in some of our major cities here. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, you could, um, but like, I don't know when, uh, when I was there, uh, you'd sort of go through huge areas where there was like just no one or like their towns are like quite small and sort of very like close together. Um, okay. Yeah. Like I didn't spend too much time in like the rural areas, but I, I went between Tokyo, Nagano, and um osaka and like in the areas between there there's there's like a fair few decent sized towns but there's also a lot of just like small rural towns okay more like that don't like your traditional kind of farming setups or yeah lots of farming man yeah okay cool so i think they're trying to get more people out into those areas even like um north of tokyo i know that there's a big push to sort of get um people up into those areas yeah, right. Is it as spread out as things are here? Because I've like noticed that compared to a lot of places worldwide. Maybe like my reference point. I think the only place I've been to which was sort of similar was Texas in the states. Whereas to... you know, just how everything is so spread out over here. Like it's mm. it's really difficult to get by with public transport in some places in Australia. Like it takes a long time. You know, you got to get off at multiple steps, multiple stops and services to get to a place. And it's just you know, like it, I think. Almost I think the, the the Gold Coast is uniquely shit with public transport. <laughs> um, uh, Japan's like, so uh, it's very like in Tokyo, Tokyo's huge. Um, and you can take like, you can literally take a like tram or not, not really trams, I guess subways, um, the best way mm. to put it. They got like subways and trains and they just go everywhere, everywhere. Like you, like you, if you, if you, if you're happy to walk for like, 20, 30 minutes, maybe, you can get anywhere. It's actually yeah, nuts. Right. It's similar to Europe and stuff like that. Then. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, I mean, um, when we were there, we stayed down near, like, uh, we stayed in Shinjuku down near the garden, like the National Garden there. Yeah. And um, we walked from Shinjuku Station to our hotel, and it was probably, like, a 20 to 25-minute walk, maybe. And then we realized, like, oh, there's just, like, a metro that stops out the front of our hotel. We can just take that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's very similar to places in Europe. We just seem yeah. to be very lacking in sucks, anything like yeah. that over here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. I think part of it is because we are so spaced out. But What's I don't know, man, they've been talking. Man? Yeah, they have been talking about that having a high-speed train 
quote unquote bullet train running from Brisbane to Melbourne for quite a while. So do it. That'd be do it. that'd be interesting. I think it was Brisbane to Melbourne in some somewhere between two to three hours. Do it, dude. Which would be as fast as a plane, really. No one lives in Perth or Darwin anyway. Isolate them. Is <laughs> it a bullet train flying across the Nullarbor? <laughs> oh my god! It'd be like it'd be such poor value. Like yeah, especially when it plows into a, it plows into a herd of camel. Oh, or cows. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> it'd be such a mess. Just missed. Oh. It'd just be missed. Um, yeah, no, that'd be, dude, I, I would love that if they did that. We could go see all our friends in like Sydney and stuff. It'd be sick. Yeah, it'd be like an hour train ride. Oh. Like, hey, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's an hour. For the, the weekend for the day, whatever. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like, it's an hour flight, but um, the, the, like, you know, fight around time for like a, yeah, a bullet train say, is so much less than a flight. Yeah, like, I was going to say, you say it's an hour flight, but then you've got to get there an hour early. You've got to go through all the check-in process. And mm-hmm. you, you're not really ever getting there just an hour right. earlier. You've got to get to the other side. You've got to transport from the other side. Like a one-hour flight, it really is like a four or five-hour Yeah, commitment. I can tell you that like the the process there is so easy. It's probably, like, it's probably too easy to be like that here because I think people would take advantage of it. Like, um, yeah. we, funny story, man. We actually, um, Kels and I, we, um, oh, yeah, girlfriend and I, um, got on the bullet train and, uh, yeah. we did not get our, we, we didn't buy tickets. So we had this thing <sighs> called a JR rail pass. So we paid, no, we, so we paid already. You pay like a lump sum and then you can just catch the train all day, every day for the entire time you're there, pretty much. Um, and, uh, so we just like, you know, showed up, ass, walked in, da 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 went and got on the train. This is our train. Um, and then, like, we couldn't find a seat. And we're like, oh, okay, it's, very, it's quite busy or whatever. Like, it's good. And then the guy's like, got oh, a ticket. And I'm like, ah. And I just showed him my pass. I'm like, we got this. And he's like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, wait, what? Um, you got to book a ticket. I had no idea. And, and, like, if you've got the JR pass, oh, you can right, just okay. scan through and get on the train and it's all, all good. But, yeah, be able to buy it. To not buy to book a ticket to, to so are they so like, like allocated seating or is it just yeah eight? yeah you know japan they're very organized like everything's yeah, right, very right. bad and you're yeah. just random it's <laughs> random obviously up. not supposed to be there it's like oh no seats i suppose you're supposed to book them my friend yeah yeah you can tell this guy was very nice like they, they're always so nice but you can tell it's just like dumb white people dude what the hell get off these tourists he's gonna put on a nice face but he's just like I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, I felt I felt very silly. I felt like a silly Billy doing that. But yeah, cool place. Man. How did you How did you get to Japan, Bear? How did How did we get here? How did you get to Japan? In a plane, in an aeroplane. How many times do you reckon you've flown this year? Is it more or less than Taylor Swift? Oh, it's way less than Taylor. You mean this year? 2024 or do you mean like in the last 12 months oh it's just still less either way <laughs> like it doesn't matter that lady i saw like one i saw a thing the other day like tracking her flight and she was taking like 15 minute flights have you have you seen the memes at the moment which ones the one where it's like it's just a photo of some it's always just some random blonde chick sitting in the like the pilot seat of an airplane, and it's like Taylor Swift when she needs to turn the lights switch on the other side of the room. 
Oh so, yes, I have. I have. Yeah. I saw one the other day. It was like when the remote's on the other side of the couch. Yeah, in the yeah. Plane. <laughs> he's wanted a plane pilot suit. Yeah. Oh he's my like, god. I was reading about this, and I was like, it's. I can't not. I can't not include this. And I know we had a Taylor Swift thing like two episodes ago. I was like, it's 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 still a hot topic. Hard to not, man. The world's obsessed with her at the moment. Like everybody's obsessed with her, and not just like Taylor Swift fans, but like conspiracy theorist fans, political like you know people that are into like politics and stuff. Like ev- like the world seems to revolve around Taylor Swift at the moment. I don't really understand it. Beef between her and Donald Trump. Well, I, have, I haven't read anything. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, I've read, I've read certain things with words to the effect of that her influence and her fans could affect, like, um, like the poll outcomes to a certain extent. Oh yeah, that's the that's like the whole <laughs> conspiracy theory thing. Well, it's not even a cons- yeah. it's like the weakest conspiracy theory because like the Democrats do like lean on celebrity endorsement like all the time. Like when Hillary ran, they had Jay Z and Beyonce come out and like, you know, at a concert or whatever. <laughs> It's like it's like a weird it's like a it's like a it's not even a conspiracy it doesn't even feel like a conspiracy theory it's just like a strange like yeah probably she probably and I think all the Swift yeah they're just like oh she's gonna influence the Swifties to uh to throw Donald Trump out it's like <laughs> I mean probably so, she's endorsed the Democratic Party before like it's like yeah, the easiest so, prediction to make yeah so you know you know the the story behind all the um like the memes and stuff like that about her. They're flying everywhere. I don't know the story behind it. So essentially everyone was up in arms. Well, not everyone. People were up in arms about her carbon footprint. Mm. <laughs> yes. I got some stats. All, the only stats I could find, like actual numbers, were from 2022. And it said that between January and July, so six months in 2022, there was a recorded 170 flights taken via private jet and they reckon it emitted eight eight thousand two hundred and ninety four metric tons of carbon so to put that in perspective and this is what people are blowing up about but to put that in perspective uh a couple of different a couple of different sources were saying different things but it's around about the average united states citizen produces about 16 tons of carbon each year so one person is 16 tons of carbon each year, and in six months she did 8,294 tons of carbon. Oh, my God, bro. I could be skewing those up between metric and imperial or whatever else, but that's like, it's, it's an outrageous number higher. I don't even know what to say about that, hey? That's like, I don't know, because like, we're always getting <laughs> lectured. Like, you can't, you know, you can't eat so much meat. You can't drive your car so much. You should, you know, take public transport. And then, like, T-Swizzies out here just, like... <laughs> you know, like flying fifteen minutes at a time just because taking she feels a, like taking a flight down to Denny's, bro. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, dude. She's like, I don't want to sit in the traffic on the way to Denny's. I've got to take the plane. <laughs> gonna get, we're gonna get taken down immediately. Uh, Do it, T. Angular's fans, bro. <laughs> so I went down a bit of a rabbit hole with this and. You found it that man, this this go. I've only done sort of a surface drop on this, How but the whole thing go? with like carbon credits. Oh, so, it's so weird. So yeah, the whole thing, man. So having a read, like she's come out and says, "Yeah, they the car like her. I guess as a company, they purchase carbon credits to try and offset what she uses." And the big criticism was that she was flying because she's got that big world tour at the moment, like and. 
to be fair, she is probably the biggest in terms of music stars in the world right now. Like in Australia alone, was it Melbourne? She's doing five shows. Yeah, and but like all sold out, and the, right. the world tour. Like I read that she's pulling in like four billion for the world tour she's doing at the moment. Is she like? I feel like carbon credits should be for necessary, you know, like necessary things. Like if you're gonna like have the whole carbon credit system and you can like expel more carbon if you pay a fee or whatever it is, like you know, you buy carbon credits off somebody else. Like that should be for like things that we need as like a species. So, so like there are two there are two sides of it. Yeah. There's the voluntary and then there's like the regulated side of it. So I guess I'm not sure if she would fall under the regu- like the, the uh, regulated side of it. Probably maybe voluntary. That's why maybe they're buying it under you know show of goodwill here. We're trying to do something. But the big the big one was that she was coming back from a world tour. There's the, all the stuff in the media about her dating this American football player, and she was just mm-hmm. flying back to the states in between you know shows on this world tour to catch his games and whatnot. And like I'm like well. Would you not do the same if you were not in the, you know, if you were in her position? I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I also think the whole carbon credit thing is kind of bullshit anyway. Oh, so, yeah. Like, and that, was, that was the whole thing. So <laughs> but got... I would be far less apologetic. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm flying here because I want to. <laughs> 100%. Like, I'm not, I'm not option... getting on the plane with the peasants, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you had the option to, you know, do a show in wherever, in Singapore, let's say. Yeah. And do one show one night, fly back the next day, see your partner for a couple of hours, fly back again, have a sleep on the plane and do another show the next night in Singapore. Right. You probably would Listen, if you had if, the opportunity. If I had T-Swizzy money, I'd be doing all kinds of regal shit. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Flying around in my pl- private jet would be the most tame thing I'd be doing. <laughs> <laughs> you one of those you- real weird billionaires. I'd be on one of those cool islands, dude. No, <laughs> cool don't stuff. even. No. <laughs> Welcome to Bear Island. <laughs> Bring in the midgets. <laughs> uh, but I had, awesome. I did. Oh, oh, back on a good note, I had a look into this. Not whole a good note, cre- dude. No, 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 no. It is. But you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, getting back to the story. Um, I had a look into the whole carbon credit thing. Mm. Um, so in Australia at the moment, I didn't realize it's it's like a supply demand kind of thing there's a market for it so mm-hmm. essentially when you're regulated whatever they work out that your your company should be producing a year you pay for x amount of carbon credits one carbon credit equals a thousand kilos you know one ton of co2 emissions and one carbon credit at, at the moment is about 35 us um, not us 35 australian dollars hell yeah so in like a, yeah <laughs> Let's go. you sure after you bought your <laughs> lana Rhodes microphone uh, look i'm not confident but <laughs> I'm sure I can scrape together 35, dude. I'll give it a go. Sell that pile of sticks in your front yard. How <laughs> many carbon credits do you reckon it would be to take you know ex- pile of sticks? Do you know how expensive fire, firewood is in the moment? True, dude. What am I doing? I should be I should be out here selling firewood, not trying to get people to take it to the dump for me. I'm sitting on so, a gold mine. <laughs> so, yeah, 35 Australian dollars per unit. And there's like a voluntary market versus a like regulated market, I guess, with big business and whatnot. So if you're, I guess the whole incentive behind it is that you're awarded these credits. If you don't, if you don't use them all, you can sell them. 
that's mm. that's essentially it and there's there's the market for that like any other stock i was having a look just you know graphs and all that kind of cool shit but then i was reading a little bit more they reckon the the voluntary market I, again these are old numbers but this is what i found first the old the, the voluntary market was they reckon it was worth about a billion mm. in 2021 and then the regulatory market was worth around 272 billion now that was numbers from back in 2020, but still, that is ungodly. And with the price of power, that's that's only have got it gone up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that How, was a big rabbit hole. Here's a question: How many carbon credits am I accumulating right now? Because I'm not, I'm not doing shit, dude. I'm not flying my private jet anywhere. I'm being a good boy. <laughs> well, sure, you accrue I'm, carbon I'm driving, credits. I'm driving so, to and from work, but like, come on, I'm being good. So essentially. Yeah, so essentially these, these carbon credits, they go towards, I guess, carbon-friendly projects. Exactly what you think, the regrowth projects, regeneration, vegetation protection, and forestry. Like the, the, the basic things that came up on like a Australian government website. So you've got to like I guess, plant trees and stuff. Yeah, you've got to pay a company to plant trees to offset how many times you're going to fly on your private jet. Yeah, right. I heard something and, about... Oh, let me... You Go on, go on, go on. Sorry. I was going to say, and in the in the case of T Swizzle, she will be planting millions of trees. Yeah, she'd have to plant a lot. Um, I swear I heard something. I think um, Billy Gates was talking about like sealing carbon in concrete to gain carbon credits or something like that. I'm talking completely <laughs> off the cuff right now. By the way, is... all I can imagine is Microsoft buying hundreds of acres, thousands of acres of land, and just slabbing them. I think they just bury <laughs> the concrete slabs. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. There is, there is such a thing as like soil trapped CO2 and that's one of the projects that was mentioned on the, like the Australian government website I was looking at. Mm. Fucks me how that works or what's that do with it, but it's a thing. Sorry, I just started reading about sealing... Uh... <laughs> I just started reading about carbon sequestration and storage in the concrete. Yeah. A state-of-the-art yeah. review, compositions, methods, and developments. Yeah, so I think they just put it in concrete when they're building stuff, and then right. they gain carbon credits that way. It seems like a real... Surely there's companies... The first thing I thought about when I was reading about this, there'd be, okay, there's a market for carbon credits. You get these projects. Someone is out there fudging the system for sure. They oh, yeah. A- on diggity earning carbon credits yeah 100 percent. like it's if, if uh, dude i i automatically if it's something that people barely understand or have like trouble on it's kind of complicated i immediately think that somebody's just like screwing everybody on it yeah <laughs> like it's you only get in trouble like you only get in trouble if everybody knows you're being naughty well that's it and how much regulation is there going to be on carbon credits surely not that none much. of the start none of the start yeah. <laughs> none at the start that's for sure Oh man, um, Hit me see, uh, oh, I was gonna say, uh, I saw, I saw the um, you probably have no idea about this because you're not a anime watching degenerate like me, dude. You don't, you don't love Dragon Ball Z like I do. Um, but <laughs> Funimation, um, so this company uh, that I used to be subscribed to called Anime Lab got bought by Funimation. I don't know. You may have heard of them before. They're pretty big um, so here. I've read, I've read 
I've seen the articles pop up about Funimation. Had no idea what it was. Scroll past. So go on. Yeah. Okay. So they had a merger with Crunchyroll. Um, Crunchyroll is like the, I guess, like blue chip, like anime streaming service. Um, right. Okay. And <clears throat> that all of that is background noise. That stuff is kind of nonsense. It doesn't matter like if it's anime or Netflix or whatever. But the interesting thing is, so they've eaten this company pretty much. Um, Funimation and uh, the so they're bringing all the subscribers over from Funimation to Crunchyroll. Um, yep. now where it gets interesting is like the the people on Funimation bought stuff, so they like bought movies or they you know, there was like digital purchases, they didn't just subscribe, they also bought like a bunch of stuff. And you'd think, like, oh, you know, when you buy a movie, you own the movie, sweet, awesome. Um, oh, okay, Crunchyroll, yeah, bro, Crunchyroll aren't honoring any of it they've just said like it's incompatible with our system sorry we're not you don't have them here like isn't it's not the whole thing isn't that the whole thing with other platforms like steam and any of the like epic games like you you, you buy the rights to use it but if the like you don't actually buy the you rights don't own to own shit. it yeah, yeah you don't yeah. own anything so, yeah so it can get so taken the, away from you like pretty quick apparently yeah because that's not the whole thing if you buy something on a streaming platform or on a gaming platform and then that provider decides to remove it, and that's what I've read previously. Is that you actually technically don't own it? You just, I guess, you're borrowing it. Man. It's, yeah. it's video easy <laughs> on steroids. Like, yeah, it's my understanding. You pay for the rights to play it as long as it's available. <laughs> yeah, and but like the crazy thing about that is like you know you you pay like a decent amount of money normally for these things. Like I, I don't know, like if you go on like Amazon, for instance, it's like I think it's like you can pay like ten to eighteen dollars or something for, to buy something, and then. Yeah, you know, imagine it just gets taken off you. Like, okay, cool. Oh, like a streaming, like, like, yeah, yeah, on the streaming yeah. service. Yeah, to buy like a because you you can rent or buy on Amazon. Like, sorry, yeah, the yeah. streaming service, Amazon Video. Um, you can like buy or rent, and like renting, obviously you're renting, so it's like four bucks, and you don't have it the next week. Um, but if you buy one, you expect to have that forever, but you don't. Yeah, you've so only got it while you. Really, that Funimation though was that fairly big in terms of companies like was that they're quite large yeah especially in australia like they were like the only other like it's kind of just now it's just Crunchyroll. like they have a monopoly over that whole um genre just dominated everyone else yeah here's the uh here's the fun part about that as well because they've got the monopoly they put their price up man no of course they did i think they put their price up like 100 bucks us so like probably like 150 bucks australian per year so just, <laughs> get wrecked. <laughs> I mean, they're just going with the theme at the moment, man. Like every, everything else, like everything. What hasn't increased in price since the vid? Uh, listen, man. I guess we just have to pay it. <laughs> yeah, the only the only things that have dropped in price since the vid are the price of like latex gloves and rat tests and masks. Literally everything else. I'm going to torrent it. I'm going to torrent all of it. <laughs> Don't tell you can't, you can't say that. <laughs> I need a good I don't VPN. know what you're talking about. It's illegal in this country now. Yeah, I'm going to use a VPN. I'm going to be in another country. <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> your secret's safe with me, my friend. Thank you, bro. Awesome. <laughs> I'm stealing all of that shit, dude. I'm not paying. I'm not paying an extra 150 bucks to watch 
jack shit. It it honestly like I like I was all for like Netflix and all these streaming services and stuff because uh full disclosure, I used to steal all that shit on uh you know, I used to torrent a lot of stuff, basically. I used to borrow. Um and uh like it's just not like I was all for Netflix and stuff because it was super convenient. It was yeah. like nine dollars or whatever a month and you could just watch whatever and you basically only needed netflix at one point um yeah maybe netflix and stan in australia there's like other ones in the u.s like hulu or whatever but now there's like ten thousand of them and they're all <laughs> like i think right they're like <laughs> all the amount of money 15 to 20 dollars a month do you know what i mean like i i did the i did the math the other day and like i'm just paying for foxtel like all of these things used to like just like i always used to be like oh why are you paying for foxtel it's like you know, ninety to one hundred dollars or something. Yeah, you you could have yeah. Netflix for nine dollars and it's better. There's no ads. Like, binge has ads. Like some of these like things have ads and Amazon has ads. They all like they're all getting ads and then you've got to pay more. You can pay for like a cheap Netflix, but you get ads. It's like you get ads. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, that's like, the same with Spotify now, man. You have, and I get it. It's providing, um, you know, money to creators, but you listen to everything, anything like lengthy content on spotify even with spotify premium and you get ads mm. now i don't mind paying man it's just it's the amount of money that it costs it's just it's it's asshole that's all it is yeah. it's asshole it's like i can't i can't i can't be like oh you know even if it's like 20 30 bucks a month that's like 30 bucks a month is probably what you should pay for your like just recreational watching like that's not bad that's that's doable but if you start yeah. paying like a hundred dollars a month for like You've already got to pay an internet bill to watch any of it. You know what I mean? Like it's you've got your internet bill, now you've got your streaming service bills and everything else. It's just like are you paying like two hundred dollars to watch like Peaky Blinders or something? You know, like <laughs> you gotta watch that you just one. Just buy show. the box set, yeah, bro. Like yeah. honestly, you could buy the box set and just watch that in a month. Like it probably, like it probably, <laughs> it, probably honestly, it'd be better value for money because it'd last you more than a month. Do they even make box sets of stuff anymore. I think JB Hi-Fi is still running the gauntlet for those, dude. They're still still out there. They're always on right. sale. No one's buying well, it's them. saying but... that I went in to JB, what was it, two weeks back now, and the guy in front of me was talking about them. He wanted to pre-order a DVD of a documentary that was coming out, and I was like, wow. Okay, that, guy, that guy might be ahead of his time. That might be... <laughs> we might have to go back to DVDs, bro. My big stack of dvds that are, that are collecting dust right now in the garage like that might be the future because uh <laughs> well, and they can't that, delete I, that one bro so i remember my dad way back when, when i was oh, it would have been early high school years so we're talking 15 years ago 16 years ago in the in the uk still my dad was ahead of the times with the netflix subscription where they would send you the they would post you the the DVDs and you'd post them back. The OG Netflix. Damn, dude, he's getting them by mail. Yeah, <laughs> I remember hearing about that and being like, "That is the wackest like business model ever." Like they're never gonna make it. Yeah, I mean, look at them now. It's obviously changed with the tech, but fuck, they're gonna be one of the biggest companies there. Like they started this whole streaming war. So mm. yeah, Netflix is the OG. <laughs> it's like I was talking about last. Last episode, we talked about all these, um, what is it? It's a vulnerability online now and cyber warfare and all this kind of shit. Mm. Could go back to snail mail, dude. 
it could be the DVDs out by now. Maybe we maybe we start that. We start like a subscription service where people just buy like they can just get like random like uh you know like humble bundle. It's kind of like you like subscribe and you just get a bunch of cool movies. That's a blast from the past. Humble bundle, yeah. We just send them DVDs. Yeah, we just send them like a pack of DVDs. You just get four DVDs or something like they're just awesome movies. Just movies we think are cool though. I've got a better idea. Yeah, I've got a better idea for a business. We are a data transfer service. Right here, by the way. We're a physical data transfer. So companies run completely offline. We just have a bunch of couriers that fly around on motorbikes delivering DVD. uh, Sorry, DVDs. Could be DVDs, but USBs and hard drives from business to business rather than emails and sending files because. Everything is getting breached and stolen nowadays. It will be the world's slowest and most secure like data connection ever. <laughs> slowest that could be the slogan. <laughs> slowest and most secure. It's just a guy with like a bulletproof vest and a big gun <laughs> and a USB. Transferring a USB <laughs> in a lockbox. Uh, well, did like, you see uh, the armor guard, but they have one USB in the car? Yeah. <laughs> you see the latest? Yeah, did you see on. the latest in these giant cyber attacks? No. The French one? No. What happened? So th- this was actually one of mine. So, largest yeah. ever cyber attack exposes half the population in France. So, they reckon about almost 33 million people's data was uh, involved in this uh, cybersecurity breach. And it mm. was two French health insurance service providers. Oh, what was it? Viomedis and Elmeris. So, yeah, I guess... Yeah, health insurance, it'd be similar to like phone providers over here, that these big ones for phone providers, I guess the population is just a shitload bigger over there. Mm. Um, from what I could read, was it um, the hackers initially fished and used health professionals' logins to get into the system, so they obviously sent them some dodgy, like, help me Nigerian prince emails. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they've silly clicked, clicked on, on the links. Link. He's clicked yeah. on the dirty link, bro. Clicked on a dirty link. <laughs> and they've used Obviously. these to log, essentially log in and get all the data they could. Mm-hmm. And it was, what was it? Marital status, date of birth, social security number, and I guess name of health insurer and the level of cover provided by the policy. And um, I guess you think about that. We don't really have... Do we have a version of a social security number over here? Um, I guess tax file number. Tax file number. Okay, Yeah. And they were just saying, I guess when you think about it, overall, it's not really too dangerous in what they've got, but it's more so what they say. They warn users against phishing risk, especially as new data leaked could be combined with other information from previous data breaches for things like identity theft. Yeah, it's 100, 100, 100 points of ID. Like I think we talked about a little while ago, the, the Optus breach. It was like, man, oh. I was with them 10 years ago mm-hmm. and they sent me an email saying, Oh hey, yeah, uh, yeah. Whoever got this has got your passport and your driver's license. It's like, oh, it's fucking sweet. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> or really apply for a cool loan in your yeah. uh, in your name. Well, that's it. It's like, and you look at hundred points of ID. What's that? Uh, passport, driver's license, and then maybe a Medicare card. It's all it's all out there, man. Like it's yeah, it's um, it's crazy how easy it is for people to get your stuff now. Like. I I think I told you the other day I've been getting like I've been getting these random verification numbers on my phone, so I'm pretty sure yeah. somebody is like it's called like spoofing someone's number. So you can like they can basically like make a copy of my phone number 
yeah, yeah and I've then yeah but like <laughs> that can get used in like pretty like hectic ways because you think about it like most two-factor authentication things are your phone number yeah and like mo- a lot of like a lot of password things will just straight out let you in with like a verification sms yeah like you 100%. won't need a password or anything um yeah it's crazy have you, even yeah i was gonna say have you ever had the one where you had a missed call from a number and you've called it back but it's just an actual normal person's number. Yes. And they were just like, I did not call you. And, like, and everyone's oh, confused. Number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's well, like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. I was like, well, your number is compromised. I don't know. Yeah. It's like when I, when I first installed a VPN and it's like, we've got a, we've got a dark web like tracking tool that will track to see how many data breaches you've had of your personal details. Does it work? Like, oh, Lord. Uh, well, it told me that my details have been uh, exposed seven times on the dark web between uh. passwords, and it tells you what, what has been distributed, and it was all passwords. I'm like, oh, fuck, righto. That I need that VPN, I think. For my, not for, definitely not for stealing. Definitely <laughs> not for torrenting, dude. That's <laughs> not what I need it for. I need it for very, I need it to watch Netflix in the US, dude. That's what I need it for. Well, uh, it genuinely they are for cybersecurity. They are for like keeping your shit safe while you're online. And every company runs a v- VPN now, dude. Every company yeah, hundred percent VPN. It's, and it's for good reason. But you see the marketing ads. I don't know if you've heard any recently. It's gone from <laughs> everything from. I remember for a while it was like, have you ever traveled to another company to another country and you want to watch or you want to watch a different country's Netflix? Well, get a VPN and you can watch. German Netflix, or you can watch American Netflix if you're in Australia, blah, blah, blah. To, I don't know if you've heard, have you heard Joe Rogan's latest one? No. He's just like, do you know, it's something like this. It's like, do you know that if you're on a Wi-Fi network, anybody that owns the Wi-Fi network can see your search history? Oh, I have heard this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, buy this VPN service. And, and he ends it with like, and your search your search history will, will stay between you and your God. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a pretty good ad though. That's, that's a good read, so this, dude. The cybersecurity like angle of VPNs, which is what it's for, wasn't good enough. So now they're like, hide your porn usage. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know you're into the freak shit, dude. You want to... <laughs> Bury that, right? I know you want to bury that. Pay the fee. <laughs> oh, it's not a bad move, dude. Sex robots, dude. Everything leads back to sex robots. <laughs> Have you got anything else interesting for me? I do. I've got a big one, um, or potentially a big one. Um, so, do you do you know who Friendly Geordies is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, have you been following him lately? Yes, unfortunately, how he took yeah. down the video. Yeah, he took down that um that video coronation. So I was a little um, bit late. I was a little bit late to that whole saga. I only watched the actual coronation video the other day, and that was from a re-upload. Because <laughs> he like he took down the video, um that they you know demanded he take down, and then he followed that up by like releasing a video saying you know I've taken down the video, names the video admits defeat, just says, like, congratulations, you guys have won. And um, that immediately just, like, sparked, like, like, I think he knew. He had to have known that that was just going to spark so much attention on it. <laughs> All I've seen is, this, like, there, there are tens of there are tens of uploads everywhere Bro, on YouTube and then big YouTube. Everyone. About it. 
too. Yeah. Like CoffeeZilla and Critical, like people with like way, I know Critical has a bigger, way bigger audience than Geordie's. They're all talking about it. Like there's tons of re-uploads and it's like, it just reminds me of like, it reminds me, you know, it reminds me of, it reminds me of when uh, Beyonce had all those like ugly photos like online, like her at like the concert making those funny faces. And like, she was like, she's like, please, can we have these deleted from the internet? And it's like, these dudes are just like, delete this from the internet right now. And it's like, yeah, good luck. Shed more than anything else. It's like the most liked post she's ever had. Yeah. Yeah. It's like immediately was like front page of everything. It's like, yeah, that's not how the internet works. I'm very sorry, bro. Is a, you can't play it with the internet. If you ask them nicely, they'll do it. If, if you rant and rave about it, they'll oh, do it still. If, yeah, if you, <laughs> if you demand, bro, it's over. But yeah, like I, I don't know I how that's going to go for Geordie's, but like it's, it kind of is what it is, hey? Yeah, I mean, with the whole firebombing thing, he came out like he, it sounds like he's willing to fall on his sword, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a it's an interesting space, but I did I did think that as well because I did see that video come out and you know it was yep sweet it was just like the audio only one where it was just the black yeah, screen it's very dramatic yeah yeah and yeah, uh, yeah understandably so it's a pretty dramatic thing oh yeah I'd I'd love to know you know what actually went on it's got to be something you know he's he in previous times he hasn't really been worried or afraid of that sort of provocation um, or threatening from no. people so it must have been something fairly serious to to provide that sort of response i think it's like i think it's he's frustrated as well i think he's like kind of not getting anywhere with it and they're like you know he's probably copping threats so he's just like well because he says in the video he's like ah look no one's no one's like no one's nothing no one's doing anything about this my you know my calls are getting my calls are meeting deaf ears or whatever like what i'm saying is falling on deaf ears i should say um yeah i kind of just he, and he's and he's copying heat from these from these dudes who are like, you know, have a history of violence and whatever else. So it's like he's kind of just like, well, fuck, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm just going to get in trouble. So, and I yeah. think he's kind of like give it. I think he's kind of given it one last like, you know, hurrah, and just putting it out there one more time and being like, hey, like do something about this. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm I'm complying, but like everybody should do it's something real, about this. Yeah, it's a real, real real cheeky move, really, if you think about it. If that was the if that was the thought process behind it, just like I'm gonna do exactly what they say. It's like you know, it's like that one where you you ask the genie the wish and mm. the genie fucks with you. In some yeah, way. Pretty much, pretty much, man. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, what it is. Like... And, like, <laughs> it'll be interesting, man, because like Geordie's is known around the world. You know what I mean? Like a guy like that disappears, and it's uh, it's not people are gonna know. And I don't know whether or not they want to send that kind of message, or whether or not that'll provoke like a response. I don't know. What's Either way, yeah, man. Like that could be a big blow up. I was thinking that the other day. As soon as like it's like taking it down has done the exact opposite of what. Taking Price it down effect. with me. <laughs> effect, bro. Just, yeah. I Take love it, the internet you sometimes. Yeah, you can't delete stuff from the internet, man. Like, I guarantee, like, you know, our two podcasts have downloads. They're there forever. You know what I mean? Like, if we decide, oh, no, we can't post this anymore. Like, it's just, once it's out there, it's out there. Like, the, once that genie's out of the bottle, it's over. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and that's why you don't post naked photos online. Yes, 100%. OnlyFans is forever, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, 
yeah. your children will see those images. <laughs> I do honestly. That has always like been a thing that I've thought about when people are like, "I'm going to do OnlyFans." It's like, yo, you know that doesn't like come back, right? Like that's like out there forever. Like I know it's behind a paywall. That's that's great, but like there's a good chance that you're like kids or grandkids stumble imagine like because you know like when you like find like you go to grandma's house and you find like an old photo of her and grandpa like that <laughs> imagine grandkids in the future man going going for a dig on the internet online going to ancestry.com and just <laughs> <laughs> finding grandma's be- link tree bro like, <laughs> oh, I, have, I have an idea for business my friend this is serious yeah let's go this is a very in entrepreneurial podcast dude yeah, yeah. In about thirty years' time, we make uh, an online subscription service like Ancestry dot org, where you got to pay a monthly subscription. Except this one will show you the uh, pornographic history of anyone you look up. They could have been had an OnlyFans thirty years ago. They could have gotten rid of it twenty five years ago, but there will be a record of it. <laughs> Oh man, what about like what about a here's a, here's another one. We we make a business. This is a business for right now, right now, dude. And we market it directly at the boomers, and we tell them that we can delete stuff from the internet. <laughs> we just tell them like whatever's out there, so, we can get rid of it. So I'd love to know the actual process of it because certain certain things do certain things do actually get taken away. I think it's I think it's like an algorithm generally, and it's like it's not that it gets taken away permanently. I think it's that. Um, it gets like things get persistently taken down quite quickly. Right. Okay. So, or yeah. things get buried in the search. So, like, YouTube is pretty bad for like you can search for certain things on YouTube and they just will not come up. Right. So, okay. it still exists. It's on the platform. It's like, like shadow banning stuff oh, will okay. get shadow banned. Yeah. yeah. God, so, shadow banning. Shadow banning, yeah. So if you say too many naughty things, you you just don't uh, turn up in searches. So it's like they you're in trouble, but they don't they won't tell you. You just get punished behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. It's a strange um, it's a strange process. I don't know why you don't just get like a strike. I guess like if they shadow well, ban, you... like you don't like they don't have to deal with an argument. Whereas if they give you like a strike or something, you've you're gonna you're gonna argue. You're gonna kick up a stink. Yeah, but it just seems so snaky you know what i mean like let's ban someone without you know it'll take a long it's taken a long time to fig, sort of figure out that they are actually banned yeah well especially yeah. when it's like people's livelihoods as well yeah because that's the it wasn't that the whole thing around covid that's the sort of first time i heard about shadow banning people that had sort of like controversial opinions all of a sudden it's like certain services weren't working or they no one was mm-hmm. seeing their content yeah yeah, that's that was that was like when it was ve- like that's when it was happening to like normal people. It was kind of like reserved for naughty celebrities before then. <laughs> <laughs> when Britney Spears goes off the rails again, the crazy yeah, oh, yeah, she's Ben Shapiro. Yeah, the crazy one. Um, the crazy one's always Alex Jones for me. He um, so he oh, got yeah. he obviously got shadow banned, shadow banned, shadow banned because he says some yeah. w- the boy says some wild stuff, and then um, dude like. I don't know, like, you probably weren't following this at the time, but um, he got banned by every service all at once. So, like, Apple, Spotify, Google, like, YouTube, everything just literally just taken down overnight. Not even overnight. It was, like, within an hour, I think. Was that that over the Sandy Hook stuff? Because that's the Um, only thing I've read about him. So, 
No. Um, well, he he had this one video. The last thing I saw from him is he like stormed into some courtroom or something or some government building and he was talking about I can't remember exactly what he was talking about. This is yeah. It was quite a while ago. It was I think it was during COVID actually. Um and he yeah, he just after that um incident he just disappeared from everything. The Sandy Hook thing um kind of put him on the radar of a lot of people and it was it's yeah, kind right. of like to be honest, I it's I think it's I think it's used to dismiss him more often than it should be. I think if you're going to like try and dismiss him, you should dismiss him on like things that he is saying now. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause like he'll have a take about something and he'll get dismissed on like, you're the Sandy Hook guy. It's like, oh, well, yes, he is. But like, you should, if you're going to debate him, like, you should debate him on the things that he's saying now. Cause he's like, I don't know. I've, 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 cause I, I mean, I have never heard about the dude apart from the Sandy Hook stuff and then he got found guilty and owes a bunch of money. He's an interesting guy, I think. Like, he had some pretty interesting, like I guess, journalism back in the day, and um, he you sort of said a lot of the controversy, dude. <laughs> I think honestly, man, I think that's. I think you're right. I think you did get a bit addicted to the controversy. He is funny though. I will say, like, he does say a lot of funny stuff. I mean, he makes me laugh. But um, yeah, I, I, I literally can't have a comment. All all I know is that what I've read about is Sandy Hook comments. So that's all I've got to go about. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send you the the one thing that like the one thing that is super interesting about Alex Jones is he um, infiltrated this thing called Bohemian Grove way back in the day. A very like legit like that's it's the most legit thing. It's like his claim to fame, I guess. It's kind of how he got as popular as he is. Yeah. Um, what is Bohemian he, Grove? So Bohemian Grove, you know, you know the rich people freak shit that we talk about. Yeah. Okay. Bohemian Grove is like the OG rich people freak shit. It's like. A bunch of like high up, like you know, uh, politicians and like celebrities or whatever, and they go dance naked in the forests and worship oh, okay. a big, uh, a big owl statue. And he like caught it all on film. It was really strange. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> proper freak shit, dude. It's I'm good. Like I'm burn an effigy. It's it's like it's like where a lot of conspiracy theories what's, come from. Wait, I think. What's it, what's it called again? Bohemian what? Bohemian Grove. I'm gonna look that up later. Definitely look it up. <laughs> it's worth a watch for sure. It's like it's proper like like you like I'm saying it now and I sound like an insane person, but there's like footage of it all, and it's like and there's like you know record of like politicians. I think Nixon like made fun of like a bunch of other politicians for going there and like you know burning effigies and right. having freak parties. Okay, right. So yeah, it's that super rich freak shit. It's super rich freak <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> of of recent times, that's it's been some of the best meme content of the internet. It's it always is, dude. It's always like I knew you guys were fucking weird. I knew it. I've got one last story I want to finish with. Go on. NASA Go on. announces new super Earth exoplanet orbits and habitable zone is only 137 light years away. It's only 137 oh, light dude, years away. It might as well be just down, down the, the road, road, bro. Down the road. Do you know how far that is in kilometers? At least 137. 1.3 quadrillion kilometers. How long would that take an XR8 Falcon to make the journey? <laughs> Do we or have might. the technology? Oh, mate. You've got to fill it up every half an hour, but yep, we should make it. <laughs> I mean, we've got a Tesla in space already. How long would it take the test to get there, bro? Would you chuck some solar panels on it? 
yeah, I don't know. This amongst the news of you know, yeah, SpaceX and you know, um, Amazon. What's his name? Jeff Bezos. All the money he's pouring into his space programs. I'm like, I'm wondering, like, like what all these like possibly habitable planets they get from these giant satellite systems they've got. How long is it going to be until we actually get to some of these places, or how long is it going to be until we can like send our communications to some of these places? Bro, what are we like, going to find? What do we do with that information? That there's like a super yeah, Earth yeah. way too far away for us to ever fathom going to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like great. What do you want me to do about that? Like, yeah. Well, how far? Because obviously they've sent like rovers to Mars, distance to Mars. I think Mars look. is probably too far for us to go to. Almost like. Well, they've sent rovers to it. And, you know, like Elon's talked about, that's one of his things. They want to colonize we, Mars or whatever. Why, why are we trying to go to Mars, dude? Mars sucks. <laughs> Mars so, is it's 50... so far to go for a shit desert. Like, we have shit deserts here. <laughs> oh, maybe that's naive, on average, dude. Distance, but... Yeah, so on average, the distance is about 225 million kilometers from the Earth to Mars. So Mars is a lot closer than one point, whatever it was, but I say, 1.3 quadrillion kilometers. So it should look closer. And quadrillion. I think the, the trip to Mars is like a decade. No, yeah, sorry. Like, sorry, the trip to Mars is about seven months. Seven months? Yeah. That's different from a decade, but still. Yeah. Still very yeah. long. But like, by the time, I feel like it would take like generations to travel that many quadrillion kilometers. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. you're not getting there. Your kids probably aren't getting there. Your grandkids might see it as old people. And yeah. what kind of freaks are they going to be after three generations of living on a spaceship? On spacecraft. Yeah. <laughs> if we live that long. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine, I think you see what pe- you see what COVID did to people, where they were dude, locked indoors for you know a couple of months at a time. Yeah. <laughs> What are we going to do with a couple of decades stuck stuck in a you know cold, dark, dank spaceship? Well, let's think about it this way, man. Chernobyl was on the 26th of April, 1986, and we have cancer-proof wolves from that, right? <laughs> Imagine what living in like zero gravity is going to do to you for three generations. Like, what kind of freaks are going to get like- off? The- yeah, they probably can't survive on land. Like they can, like they're going to go to this place that we could survive in. And they're going to get there and they're going to be like, because when astronauts go to space and they come back. Yeah, you get like a lot massive of the, muscle wastage and stuff, don't you? Yeah, they got to like climatize or whatever. They, they get like messed up, I'm pretty sure. Um, they can't just like go to zero gravity for six months and then come back and they can't stay out there for too long either. So it's yeah, like. I read the other day it was that there was a Russian um, astronaut that, that's just broken the record for the longest time spent up at the space station. That's got to do some things to your body. You think you've got no forces at all. I'm sure it's lovely for the first X amount of time. Like, surely your back pain's gone. But then if you've got no resistance against any part of your body, you're like, ooh, okay. Yeah, your muscles are going to start wasting and everything else. So I don't go to the gym for a couple of weeks and I feel like I'm like wasting away. I can't imagine not having gravity <laughs> either. Like, you're just up there chilling the hardest and then you expect to come back to gravity. You imagine chilling for three generations and then all of a sudden you've got to carry your own weight again. Mm. I love I love the way they name these things. It's this proper sci-fi shit. So this is this this planet has been dubbed TOI-715B. Fucking captain's log. Mm. It's one and a half times the width of the Earth. I've already forgotten the small. name, by the way. 
I'll, I'll remind you, TOI-1715B. Toy. Yeah, Toy 715B. Um, so it's one and a half times the width of the Earth and orbits a small red dwarf star. And they reckon because the sun is smaller and cooler, a year would be, a year on that planet would be 19 Earth days. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I guess so what they're getting at is around. <laughs> he's just holding on. It's like one of those fairground rides. So he just like stuck against the walls. It's yeah, dude. <laughs> that thing's flying. Nineteen, nineteen days for a year around. Damn, dude. I can't. I can't wait for everybody to be so disappointed when the first signs of life we find are like a mic- microscopic organism. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely just going to be amoebas. Like, <laughs> imagine if it's Mars just amoebas. Us. Imagine like if it's just humans again. Like we we get to another planet. We've like we've spent you know generations trying to get here. Like all of like, all of everything humans have done have like has led up to this. And then you get there and it's just other dudes. <laughs> and you know what we do? You know what we do? We bomb the shit out of each other, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like our bombs are way better. <laughs> oh. Get out of here, dude! You guys got nukes yet? Yeah, well, we're the boss. Yeah, yeah. You heard of Hiroshima? I like how we're all we love peace, dude. As long as they don't have nukes. Like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's like, if they got nukes, we we're love, like, dude, we, peace. We love peace. We, we love peace as long as you believe in exactly what we believe, and you're not yeah. stronger than us. If they have oil, <laughs> even if they have nukes, they might be in trouble. Like, <laughs> you guys got oil? What about lithium? You got lithium? We we are gonna be the alien invasion. From we're the bad movies. aliens for sure. For sure, we're the bad aliens, dude. <laughs> if they got good, if they got cool shit, where they were taking it. Oh, I think that's a great place to leave it. We are the bad <laughs> aliens, my friend. Independence Day. That's us in a couple hundred years' time. Not the humans on the Earth. <laughs> we're the ones coming down from the ships. Yeah, we're coming. We're coming down and taking all the oil, dude. <laughs> we want to take your. Nestle is coming to take your water. I need that for my Corolla, dude. Give me that. <laughs> Do, uh, do, you, do you say Nestle is taking the water? <laughs> Nestle is going to... Oh, dude, Nestle is... <laughs> Nestle is going to wage interplanetary war to steal other planets' water. If we find, like, a like a planet of just, like, orangutans, Nestle just incinerate them. They're looking at Mars' frozen, frozen oceans, like, mm, here we go. Lip, we need that for our flavoured milk. <laughs> <laughs> need to bottle that shit and sell it for $5 for 500 mils. Oh, instead of Fiji, we've got Mars. It's just got weird space bacteria in it that makes you really sick. Oh, the future is bleak, my friend. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash that Mars water. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> you reckon, you reckon okay. like nighttime water out of the tap, or Mars water hits hits better? I reckon Mars water hits different, bro. Mars <laughs> water. The temperature is buried glacial <laughs> water. Stuff. Some ancient frozen parasite in that Mars water, bro. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Anyway, Call thanks it, for listening, dude. everybody. Uh, shout out to Boardman. Um, yep. Hope you're doing well, my dude. friend. I'm Team Ashburn. <laughs> Send us an email at berenjpod at gmail.com or visit us on X at berenj. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Catch ya. Peace.